WLRN News in South Florida. You're listening to Vote Already, our last-minute guide to the 2018 Florida ballot. In these last days, or maybe minutes, before you head into the voting booth, we're looking at some of the biggest issues during these midterm elections. I'm Luis Hernandez. Republican Ron DeSantis wants to end Common Core. Democrat Andrew Gillum says he's going to mandate a starting teacher salary of $50,000. The gubernatorial candidates are making big promises on how they're going to improve public education in Florida. Now, I broke these down with WLRN's education reporter Jessica Bakeman on a recent episode of Sundial. You focused on one specific aspect of each candidate's plan, and we're going to dig deeper. What will it take to make these ideas a reality? Let's start with Ron DeSantis, the Republican candidate, former congressman. This is DeSantis at a rally with President Trump in Tampa ahead of the primary. We can improve our education system by stopping Common Core. Remind us how Common Core works in Florida. Okay, so the Common Core is a set of academic standards that determine what students should learn during each grade in English and math. So, for example, it says students in third grade should know how to compare fractions. Kids should read at least one Shakespeare play sometime in high school. So those standards become the basis of curriculum and lessons and testing and everything that happens in the classroom. And it really came out of a concern that there were huge disparities in terms of how well-prepared students were for college in different states. Massachusetts kids were a lot more prepared than kids in Mississippi, for example. So Florida was one of many states that did adopt the Common Core during the Obama years, but then subsequently made some tweaks to it and then renamed it the Florida Standards. What are the differences in Florida's standards? The major differences are Florida added a requirement that students learn cursive writing and also added a set of standards for high school math that includes calculus. Why is this still controversial in Florida? President Obama's education initiative was called Race to the Top. It was a competitive grant program, and it came at a time when states really, really needed the money. Florida was one of the states that won the money. And one of the requirements was that states adopted academic standards that were designed to help prepare students for college or careers. And at the time, that was pretty much the common core. So a lot of people said it was federal overreach into classrooms. Sometimes people called it Obama core. You know, they associated it with him. And so if you were on the conservative side, you might think that that was a bad thing. It was also unfamiliar for parents, you know, if they found themselves in a situation where they didn't know how to do their kids' homework because the way that you're supposed to do simple math problems under Common Core is different. And the tests got harder. A lot of kids failed the tests when they were first rolled out. So all of that kind of created this backlash. And so why all these years later, why is Ron DeSantis going after this now? I mean, you heard the sound from that rally when he talked about ending Common Core and and he had to stop to let the crowd applaud. So still Common Core definitely resonates among people who are critics of President Obama. So I don't know specifically why Ron DeSantis has a problem with Common Core because, you know, we weren't able to ask him. But here's one take from a source I talked to. His name is Sherman Dorn. He's an education policy expert now at Arizona State University, but previously he was at the University of South Florida. What Mr. DeSantis is doing is using this primarily as a rhetorical claim to gin up his base. And that's pretty common for uh, gubernatorial candidates. So again, it seems like, as you said, because it's linked to Obama, DeSantis wants to use that. If he's elected, how is he going to go about ending it, though? How do you stop Common Core now? 
okay, if he really wanted to absolutely get rid of it, it would be expensive and it would be difficult because he would have to replace it with something else. And at this point, pretty much everything that's happening in the classroom is linked to Common Core. The lesson plans, the tests, all the state tests, teacher certification exams, even the SAT has been redesigned to be aligned to the Common Core since most states adopted it. So going in a totally different direction would be really difficult. However, since the primary election when Ron DeSantis was elected to be the Republican candidate, he has fleshed out his plans And now he's saying he wants to direct a complete review of Florida's curriculum standards to ensure that we are not, quote, rubber stamping Common Core. So he kind of pulled back on that claim a little bit. And some of the people I talked to said, you know, they expect this to actually be a lot less dramatic than he has made it seem, where they'll look at the standards, they might make a few more changes, and then they'll probably move on. We're talking with WLRN education reporter Jessica Bakeman, and we're looking into the education platforms for the two gubernatorial candidates. All right, so we heard about Republican Ron DeSantis. Now we're going to look a little closer at Democrat Andrew Gillum's education goals. Uh, one of Gillum's main promises, this is a big one, since the primary has been to mandate a starting teacher salary of $50,000. First of all, what, what was the starting salary right now in Florida? So the average starting teacher in Florida makes about $37,400. That's actually only about 1200 less than the national average, which is according to the National Education Association, that's a teacher's union. But in South Florida, it's a little bit higher. Starting teachers here make somewhere around forty to 41000 So that gives you an idea of how dramatic that really would be. If you look at states that are a lot more expensive than us, like New York or California, their starting teacher salaries aren't 50000 In fact, the only place is where starting teachers are making that much are New Jersey and the District of Columbia. And we keep hearing that teachers in Florida make among the lowest salaries in the country, but it sounds like we're really average. For starting salaries, yes. But when you look at what all teachers make, that's when we start to really lag behind and we end up much lower in the rankings. So our average salaries for all teachers is about $10,000 below the national average, which is around 50000 So basically, Gillum is saying, let's make the starting teacher salary what is currently the national average for all teachers. And a lot of teachers are very happy with that. But really, how does he want to pay for this? increasing the corporate taxes and legalizing and taxing recreational marijuana. So both of those things, as you can imagine, would be extremely difficult to get through a Republican legislature. I spoke with Erica Donalds about this. She's a a Collier County School Board member. She founded a statewide association for conservative school board members. She also sat on the Constitution Revision Commission. Here's what she had to say about Gillum's plan. I would liken this to someone running for student council president and promising free ice cream every day. It sounds great. It makes everyone feel good, but he has no way of actually implementing it. She's obviously supporting DeSantis, as you can imagine. This idea, then, is it really pie in the sky the way she's making it sound? Well, like I said, obviously the legislature is going to be a huge hurdle for Andrew Gillum if he does get elected governor. Another challenge is the money itself, right? Like you can mandate that school districts pay starting teachers $50,000, but if you don't give them the money to do that, they're not going to be able to do it. Are there any other states that have mandated starting teacher salaries? 
Yeah, so some states have salary schedules for teachers that are mandated at the state level, but those are states where they don't have collective bargaining, which is that negotiation process that happens on the local level between teachers unions and the school district administrators. And Florida does have unions and collective bargaining. And so here it would be a huge shift to see that happen at the state level rather than having that power rest in the local. What's the take for the teachers union? What do they think about this? They certainly are supporting Gillum. But they do have some questions about whether this could potentially take away some of their power to negotiate at the local level. So I spoke with Joanne McCall. She's president of the Florida Education Association, which is the statewide union. And here's what she had to say. We absolutely want to raise teacher salaries all across the board, not just beginning teacher salaries everywhere. But what we really need is a governor that will put money into the education system and go back to the locals so that locals can negotiate their salaries. If he wants to start everybody at 50 and then us negotiate from there, you know, I guess that's a starting point. Why is this mandated starting salary for teachers politically a good move for Gillum? Well, last school year, you remember there was a bunch of activism all around the country from teachers. In Florida, teachers are not allowed to strike, but there has been a lot of pressure on school boards to raise teacher salaries. And we see that on the ballot with the referendum in Miami-Dade County and Palm Beach County coming up. There was one in Broward during the primary election that passed. Andrew Gillum probably thinks if somebody is motivated to go to the polls to vote yes on a referendum, why wouldn't they vote for a candidate who's saying, I want to raise teacher salaries. You've been listening to an episode of Vote Already, WLRN's last-minute guide to the 2018 Florida ballot. You can listen to all our episodes looking at some of the biggest issues you're deciding right now. And you can find our voter's guide at amendments.wlrn.org. Remember, Election Day is this Tuesday, November 6th. Vote Already is a production of WLRN News. Our music is by Michael DeWatt.